Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs around the world about how they're creating an impactful legacy. I'm your host, Casey Clark, founder and chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting. And today, I'll be interviewing Michael Tash, who owns the Logo Shack, Essential Systems Solutions, and is a member of the Bad Influence Band. So welcome, Michael. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Casey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little about yourself. Well, I am from Maryland. I was born in Silver Spring. I live right down the street in Germantown now. And I own a couple businesses in Frederick, like you said, Essential Systems Solutions. We, uh, that one we sell and service point of sale systems, credit card processing, any kind of technology basically that involves money processing, any kind of uh, transactional stuff in restaurants and retail. Um, other company is called the Logo Shack where we basically make any kind of crap with your name on it. Shirts, pens, uh, doing a lot of hand sanitizers and uh, masks right now. And then uh, prior to March 13th, I used to fly around the country playing a guitar and not so much anymore. I'm more uh, stuck home, spending way too much time not playing a guitar, not flying around. I definitely can understand that. So how long have you been playing the guitar? Wow. Um, over 40 years. Um, I formed the band, hard to believe, I formed the band in 1988. And it's been the same four of us since 1993. Badinfluenceband.com. Wow, that is awesome. I love it. I'm a music lover, so I can definitely appreciate it. Awesome. awesome. So... As you know, our podcast is called We Thrive. So I'm curious to know, what does thriving mean to you? To me, um, it basically means looking forward to whatever comes your way. Um, just waking up in the morning and thinking, you know, it, it's going to be a great day no matter what happens. Um, whether it's, you know, a Zoom meeting whether it's playing a gig, whether it's meeting with customers or just doing whatever it is that you do, it's, it's, it's kind of like an attitude. Um, you know, think about it. My partner, uh, this guy named Jason Thompson, he and I have been working together for well over 25 years now. And, you know, he's my business partner in all the companies. And with us, it's just kind of an attitude of, we want to make sure everybody we are working with that they're taken care of, whether it's an employee, whether it's a customer, whatever that relationship is. That's awesome. And I know earlier in the little chit chat, you had shared that you have not laid off anyone during this whole pandemic. So it sounds like you're really making sure people are taken care of. We, we've actually, I think right now, we are one employee ahead of where we were in March. So That's awesome. That was the goal when this when this whole mess first started. We talked about it. It's like, we're going to do whatever we can to not lose any employees over this. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely glad to hear that. So outside of COVID-19, what obstacles have you faced just in your lifetime that have kind of prevented you from thriving? 
Um, probably the, the same as most people. Um, really, you know, financial obstacles and then people just saying, well, you, you can't do that. And, you know, I, I have this conversation. It's funny because I was asked this a different way, but I had this conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago. And some of us are really good when, I don't know if it's competition or spite or what, but when someone says, well, you can't do that, I'm like, well, you know, maybe we can. And um, with us, the company, one of the biggest obstacles that we really came up against with uh, Jason and I, we were working for another company. This goes back years. And in 2011, I was at playing a show in Chicago and got a message that our company that we work for is closing next month and we're all fired. And I would call that an obstacle. And yes. <laughs> after a couple conversations, uh, Jason and I decided to start a new company. We were both vice presidents of this previous company. And we're like, you know what? We can't let, at that time it was, I think, 28 employees. We can't let 28 employees lose their job. So we are going to start a new company. We're going to hire all the employees and we're going to go for it. And that was December of 2011. Um, keep in mind, we have zero money. None. And, <laughs> okay. Um, we had, I had the relationships with the customers and Jason was the operations guy. So we went and talked to the existing customers, told them what was happening and got two of the customers to basically prepay, prepay us for three months of services. And that made our first payroll and the rest is history. And we still have, I would say 80% of those people are still with us from, from day one. Wow. Wow. And that was back in 2011. That was 2011. And the other company, the Logo Shack, really started um, because we were working for this other company and we saw the writing on the wall that things might not go that well. And we started the Logo Shack as a plan B. And basically the office of the Logo Shack and the warehouse was the front porch of my house at that time. And... <laughs> We would, uh, we would get boxes and, you know, would show up. And I remember at the time my wife would be pissed because she'd get home from work and there would be, you know, piles of boxes blocking the door. That being said, um, we moved to the new location and, well, I'll put it this way. Next week is the 10 year anniversary of the Logo Shack. So That's awesome. It went from a plan B and now you have it. That is awesome. And I'll have to give you a little plug. I just ordered something from you guys for the first time last week. And Katie was amazing. Just very efficient, fast response. Yeah. So uh, definitely glad to be a customer of yours. Great. Great. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about some of the resources that you've used to help you and your business thrive. Um, I would say the, the biggest resource really is just growing a network. And it's not one person in particular. 
it's really just talking to everybody. And something that I kind of learned a long time ago that I keep in mind is, you know, having some sort of plan, whatever you whatever it is you're trying to do. It might not, it might be, you know, growing a business, it might be landscaping your property, whatever, having a plan and talking to other people about it. Um, the more people you talk to, two things happen. You know, you learn about them, they learn about you, uh, you grow a network and those people will want to help you. Um, it's crazy that everybody is kind of working on a plan, whether they know it or not, and it's either their own or yours. And there's really no other option. So that being said, the more you talk to people and ask for help and tell them what you're trying to do, most people are going to help you. You'd be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you hear the landscapers? Is that like really uh, loud? Slightly. It's not really loud. I can hear them slightly, but it's not an interruption. Yeah. Okay. It must be landscaping day. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, it's going to get louder in a minute or two, probably. So let me know if you uh, if you need to stop and we can pause it because okay. I can see them on the mower. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's see. I had forgotten what you said that I was going to use the lead in. Um, we were talking about resources that helped me thrive. Yes, and you and have mentioned people helping you. All right. right. The other. Go for it. I'll give you a pause to catch up before the for the editing. Um, as far as resources go, the other thing too that that I've learned over the years is always you know we work with a lot of local professionals, so we try to keep you know our accountant, lawyer, banking, um, any of the professional stuff that we do, we like to do local because you have the personal relationship with someone, you have someone to call. Um, there, there's a huge value in being able to call a banker versus calling an 800 number for a bank. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's probably one of the best resources that's out there. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Awesome. So do you have any plans for um, creating something bigger than what you've already created? Do you have a particular type of legacy that you'd like to leave for people? Um, you know, it's funny. I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought about that till you sent me that question. And, you know, I, I look at it a couple different ways on the business side. Um, you know, want to make sure our people are taken care of, you know, our employees. Um, we always try to promote people within. And, you know, I'd love to have it where our company is big enough that basically, you know, someone else is running it with the same love and attention that, that we have and that, that cares the same way. And, you know, judging by the fact that we have people who have, who we've been working together for you know 20 years that kind of that kind of shows um katie who you mentioned is you know she fits in she's been there for years already and she's just part of the family and she'll tell you i told her when we hired her people either stay for a couple months or they never leave and and it's kind of true with our company i'm you know i'm proud of that culture i'm proud that when we have a company picnic or something like that almost everybody goes 
you know how that no one wants to go to their company picnic. No one wants to bring their family, but I've got, I've got people who come to the picnic and they bring, you know, seven people from their family. I mean, to me, that, wow. that blows me away. Um, on the customer side, you know, one of the things that, that we do and that we want to make sure, you know, we want to be known for and, and have the customers talking about is how we help them make their lives easier and better. Um, we show them ways of being more efficient through technology. And, you know, when it comes down to it, we're in business to help them with their business. So we show them how to make more profit, not just make more money. And, you know, I like to educate some of our customers that way because it's not always making more money or making more sales that does it. You can make the same or less, but if you're more profitable, that, that changes their lives. And then, Absolutely. And then on the music side, um, one of the things that, that I did a long time ago was I learned about endorsement deals. So if you look at our band website, it kind of looks like NASCAR because we have a relationship with the companies for everything that we play. And we actually play the gear that we have the endorsement deals with. And one of the things that's really cool I play Epiphone guitars, which are relatively inexpensive in the scheme of things. And the guitar that I play, you know, you can go to Guitar Center and buy for $500. And the thing I love about that is inspiring people. If they come out to one of our shows and they like what I'm doing, or you bring your kid who's a teenager who wants to play music and they like what we're doing, for 500 bucks, they can play and get the same guitar that I'm playing not that it's me as some guitar hero or anything like that, but I'm playing professionally. I'm up on stage getting paid to do it. And it's not a $3,000 piece of equipment. It's very attainable for people. And I take a lot of pride in that, that you can, you know, come see what I do and just get encouraged to play music. I mean, there are so many people who are younger who I just don't understand it. Cause when I was a kid, all I ever wanted to do was play a guitar. Um, but there's a lot of kids who don't understand that part and they think music is free and it just comes out of a computer. And it, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to play a show somewhere where it's an all ages show and you see little kids dancing and you see teenagers who are like, wow, you know, I could do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Very inspiring. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about some nuggets that you have for maybe musicians or some people who are in business um, that can help them, you know, keep thriving and to create a legacy of their own. I will tell you uh, one of the things, I don't know where, who told me this, might've been my grandparents, but um, the number one thing, spend less than you make. It sounds simple, but you know, that's, that's a good one. Um, I, I kind of believe, you know, do what you like to do and it will drive you where you're supposed to be. Um, for me, I started off in this whole POS world back in the late 80s. And I started off um, going into McDonald's restaurants to install POS systems. And I learned I wasn't very good at that. I was much better at the talking part than I was at the installing part. And you know, I learned, you know, just talking to people. And the more people I talk to, the more business I get. And it just, it just kind of works that way. And 
I use an example all the time. If you're a salesperson and all you do is look at your commissions, you're never going to make any money and you're never going to make any sales. But if you don't look at the commission and just do what you're supposed to do and talk to people, that, that commission number will, will go up. So I love it. You know, there, there are my nuggets. On the, on the music side, one of the things I remember hearing, I, I don't know if you said it, I think it was Johnny Winter, who, I don't know if you've ever heard of Johnny Winter, but he, he started off, he used to play with guitar with Muddy Waters, an old blues guy. Um, and one of the things they said was never turn anything down. And it, it's different now because there, there are a lot of bands that are out there that will just go out and, you know, they'll, they'll tell a club owner, well, we'll play, you know, just give us beer. And that, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. That kind of undervalues the, the value of live music. That being said, the more you play, the more music you play, the more you play with other people, the better you get, the more experience you get. And it's the same with business. The more you do it, the more you talk to people, the more you share stuff, and the more you get in business situations where you're not always comfortable, the more you learn and the more you grow. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely agree with that. I laugh now because, you know, when I was in my early 20s, I never thought I would, you know, live in a house alone or have a car or, you know, never even imagine owning a business or anything else. I thought, you know, I would live in a house with roommates or in a van just driving around the country playing music. And it's just funny where, you know, where life takes you and how you just naturally go certain ways. And yeah, now, definitely. You know, I, it's, it's just, uh, it's interesting. It is, but it seems like you really enjoy everything that you do. I, I try to. I mean, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit challenging now with um, just with the, the constraints that are out there. And business-wise, it's been really tough because most of our customers are restaurants. And, you know, since March, restaurants have really suffered and really had to adapt and really had to change. And, you know, I, I, I'm proud because we were able to help and we were able to help transform restaurants who were, you know, a uh, sit down type of restaurant where you come in for lunch or you come in with a family for dinner to being able to order their food online and come out to the curb and hand it to you. And they, they weren't able to do that and never thought they could do that before. And, you know, we've shown people how to do that. We've shown people how to be more efficient. And then really what's, what's amazing on the Logo Shack side, because again, literally it is just, it's crap with your name on it. You don't think about it too much, but it's really important on the branding side because no matter what it is, if you're the kind of business that uses a pen, you should have your name on the pens. I use guitar mm -hmm. picks in one of my businesses. I have my name on the guitar picks. But one of the things that Katie did that's been really successful is showing hand sanitizer and other things for weddings. 
and people are still ah. not winning. So instead of doing other type favors, you know, she has little hand sanitizer bottles that have the bride and the groom and the date, and it says, spread love, not germs. <laughs> I love it. Who, who would have thought that you would be giving guests at a wedding personalized bottles of hand sanitizer? If I told yeah. you a year ago, you'd be like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, wow. that's, a, that's a great way to adapt and, and turn it into a positive situation because not only, you know, from our business point of view, it's, it's nice, but on the wedding guest, that's a pretty cool thing to get. It's, yeah. It's something that you'll actually, you'll actually use. Yeah, absolutely. I love how your business is, like one, like you said, you would never have thought a year ago, but then two, it's like they have this ripple effect and it's creating lasting memories for everyone, not just your direct customer. It, it is, and, and it's changed because we're doing um, like masks for, you know, right now in production, I have masks for a family for a bar mitzvah. I have masks for a restaurant. I have bandanas that we're doing for another band. And now it's just a thing. And, you know, you can buy masks everywhere. And it's just part of mm -hmm. daily life. And, you know, I would have never imagined that in the past. It's yeah, just, absolutely. I wouldn't have thought we would be, you know, making face masks, but it. If that's what the customer wants, that's what we'll do. I love it. I love it. Well, would you like to leave us with any other burning thoughts that you might have? Um, I, I think this is pretty cool what you're doing, interviewing people. And it, it's, it's always great talking to other business owners. I mean, you and I could have talked for another hour before we started recording because even though business-wise, our, our product, for lack of a better word, has nothing to do with each other, it's the same process. And we have the same challenges, we have the same problems. A lot of times we don't even realize it, but we have the same solution. You just change a word or two. Mm -hmm. And you, you can always learn. I, I like being you know, the middle guy in the room. I don't want to have the biggest business. I don't want to have the smallest business. I want to be kind of the guy in the middle because a lot of times the ideas are, are coming from, well, a lot of times the ideas are coming from the little guys. It's not the big guys. And it's like, wow, that was, that was a pretty good idea. And, you know, you just kind of share it and collaborate. And the best part about it is, most of the time, there's no reason to be threatened or, or anything. It's just, you know, my success can be your success or vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. That's the, that's the beauty. Of I it. love it. Plus with Zoom, you know, we can be doing this anytime. You don't, you don't, have to <laughs> Very schedule, true. you don't have to schedule that drive somewhere to, to talk. And uh, I think that's changed things 
for for me and for our business a little bit, just being able to talk to people and um, where before you were on the phone or it was via email. Now, when you're looking at someone face to face, it's a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you bring up some great points about, you know, attitude being kind of the base for everything. And it sounds like you've had a great attitude through all of this and that you've really adjusted and acclimated to things and that things are still thriving well for you. So I'm happy to see that. And I'm, yeah, I'm happy to see both of us continuing to... (laughs) Very true, very true. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to have you as a part of the Frederick community and to see you uh, help others thrive in the area as well. So thank you for being our guest. And I look forward to seeing you around when we're able to be in person. That sounds good. Thanks so much. 